test, 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 one, two. Can you hear me? One, two. Hey, Confessionista. Welcome back to Salon Confessions Podcast, where we record live here in my salon suite that we have renamed The Confessional. We're changing things up today. Well, one, you're hearing my voice instead of Harper's. Two, we're going to be doing her toes instead of her nails. And three, we got the memo that while you love our guests, you really missed our banter. When Harper showed up for her pedicure today, she had a bag um, that I gave her last year for Christmas called Sweary Affirmations. She said some of these things don't resonate with her, so we should discuss. As you might guess by the name, Sweary Affirmations, we use a lot of curse words in this episode, so there's your fair warning if you don't care for such words or if you're listening with littles around. While you listen, think about what these little quotes mean to you, and then share with us. Tell us your every opinion. Send us an email at salonconfessionspodcast at gmail.com or find us on the socials at salonconfessionspodcast. And now we hope you enjoy this episode we call What the Indigo Frock is with These Affirmations. Welcome back to The Confessional. This is a special fun episode because I'm actually getting a pedicure and we've never recorded while I was getting a pedicure. So this is fascinating for us in the setup, but also um, we'll see how it goes. We're excited. And it's Jen and I in the studio. This is Harper. Do I need to turn this? No, I don't think so. It's not picking up. No. Okay. Nope. I think we're good. I think sound is good. That's we always never really know like. (laughs) what's sound going to be like and sometimes editing is a total clusterfuck um but we're giving it a shot so today uh today uh we're going to be talking about um i've got this cute little bag of sweary affirmations and we're going to talk talk through them and like reality check these affirmations but before that we have to do a confession of the week and the crazy thing about my friendship with jen is Things that happen energetically, we know happen energetically because we we get the similar effects at the same time. And so this past weekend, about a week ago, there was an eclipse and I was getting all of the, like I've never paid attention to eclipse energy in my life, never. But all of a sudden I was getting all of these, you know, notifications and messages and memes coming through on my uh, feeds like eclipse is coming it's time to reset power down and I was like okay but like I just did that with mercury retrograde so like really like it's just it's not even a full eclipse like it's just a little eclipse like how bad can it be <laughs> I'm laughing because I have never paid attention no. to eclipse either and when shit hit the fan and your response was something about the eclipse I was like god damn it I know I, I don't have the energy to pay attention to all these things no. it's just too no. much no but, and I was like gonna just totally ignore it, but but then I get this text from Jen and she and her husband have just had this like fantastic blow up argument. I had just had a fantastic silent blow up argument <laughs> with my husband and we were not speaking. And like, we have very peaceable partnerships. Like they're not always smooth, but they're very peaceable. Like we talk things out, we're loving and kind, and these were, totally out of character and she's texting me and I was like okay maybe eclipse maybe maybe there's something maybe. to it I don't know yeah. but mine was my husband said something and in retrospect like it wasn't that big of a deal but I took major offense and 
uh, to the point where like I didn't talk to him for almost three days, the poor man, and ended up in the living room on the family room floor where if you've been listening and you listened to our Mercury Retrograde episode and I pitched a tent, uh, I was very close to pitching another tent in the family room, but instead I just like curled up under a blanket, like with my whole body under the blanket, like my head included, like I was totally <laughs> cocooned under the blanket. <laughs> And the dog is like concerned about me and my husband comes down and sees me under the blanket and he curls up next to me. He's like, do you want me to go get the tent? (laughs) If you've ever doubted if this is your soulmate, that's your sign. I know, exactly. And so, you know, like everything is fine. And you were traveling with your husband. Yep. Stuck in a a hotel room. (laughs) What I'm going to say is our heated discussion was 100% my fault. But my my PSA is do not take a nighttime gummy and then get into a heated heated discussion. Because um, about halfway through this heated discussion, apparently that gummy kicked in. And... I recall him speaking, but I wasn't really putting his words together. And then I sat there for a second. I thought, oh my God, I I think he just asked me a question, but I couldn't remember what he said. So I just shot back a question, which um, really took things up a notch because he came back with, are you fucking kidding me? I just asked you a question. I'm not answering your question until you answer my question. Well, I couldn't remember what the fuck his question was because I was high. And you have to understand, in my household, he does not drink. Yeah. He does not do a drug. He doesn't even drink caffeine. This yes. is like the cleanest person yes. you'll ever meet. Yes. So in my head, I'm thinking the best thing to do in this scenario would be to say, I think we should um, resume this discussion at a later date. You know, I've yes. had this gummy. It has kicked in. I am not functioning as I should be. I have no idea what you just said. Right. I I literally have no idea what you just said. But I don't think when you're dealing with someone who doesn't even drink caffeine, that's probably not going over well. Yeah, because, like, what would you say to somebody if you don't use any kind of chemical influence? Right. I can't talk to you coherently right now because I'm high as a fucking kite. Exactly. <laughs> and so, so you just sat there not answering his question. Right. And you didn't, you never asked him what the question was. Um, you know, that would have probably been the smart thing to do, but again, gummy. So I opted to shut the fuck up and close my eyes and attempt to go to sleep. He fell asleep real quick. The next day I'm trying to like, okay, you know, I I am sorry. The situation was really my fault. Um, and he's like, Jen, I asked you a question and you literally sat there for 10 fucking minutes. minutes (laughs) minutes <laughs> and didn't say anything and I just stood there like 10 minutes holy shit like I, I thought it was like a minute or two I'm having this delightful vision of yeah. you just sitting like paralyzed right and I'm wondering <laughs> I probably look like because I was literally like yes I have no idea yeah what he just said I had no clue and I, I have to this day not admitted, like I sat there for 10 minutes looking like an idiot because I was high as a kite and I have no idea what you said because I just don't know that that would go over very well. I mean, yeah. he's very aware that I take these. Yeah. It's not like I'm hiding it, but 
Yeah. I don't think he completely understands. And I really felt like that was probably going to make the situation worse. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my PSA. Don't yes. take gummies and have heated discussions yes. because you might not remember yes. things. <laughs> and the good news is I can remember everything the next day. I just still don't know what that last question Elusive was. question nope. was. And I'm not going it's to ask. mystery. <laughs> Sweetheart, what was that question, question you asked me yeah. that I never answered? Yeah, no. I was too high. I think we're just going to move on. <laughs> right. I know. Exactly. Same. Yeah. My, mine, mine got resolved. Like, we actually both had separate trips planned. So I took my son to a cabin and my husband went camping. And he came back a day early knowing that we were coming back Um on Saturday and he had scheduled to be away till Sunday. He came back on Saturday and walked up to me as I had the dog at the dog park and surprised me and like my heart skipped to beat like a like oh my god oh my god like yeah. like a little you know high school romance yes. and I was like oh okay I'm not mad anymore. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it funny how just like that one little yes. thing can change the whole trajectory. Totally and it was super sweet. Because he used the home camera and he could see that I had left with the dog and he was like, okay, I bet I know where they went. Oh, okay. I was wondering that. Like, wait, how did he show up Mm -hmm. at the dog park? Oh, smart smart man. I know. Very thoughtful. Very thoughtful. And kind enough to (laughs) offer to go get the tent for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. Bless their hearts. Oh, and goodness. now I get to pay attention to when the eclipses are because apparently now this is a thing I need to pay attention to. Unbelievable. I yeah. know. Keep keep me, just like I give you the yes. retrograde is in a week. Yes. I'll keep track of retrograde. <laughs> you keep track of. Yeah, um, apparently it's a thing that happens like twice a year. <sighs> I know. I know. Yeah. And I had supposed to, uh, when we talked to Donna and she had, uh, this was back for the Mercury retrograde episode, I talked to Donna and she said, yeah, you're going to have another peak in September, which I did. Um, But she didn't say anything about October. Mm. So I think Donna only likes to report on the good. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she saw that and said, yeah, we're going to leave that. She also is not a predictive astrologist. She's, she's an evolutionary astrologist. So yeah. Uh, thankfully, all of my uh, happy rocks have been charged, and I've been doing a lot of breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are charged. Maybe I should actually utilize them. Yeah. Yeah. I've been carrying them around like crazy. That's a good idea. Okay. So um, our topic today is a, a nice light one. We've had a lot of um, big topics, which have been such good discussions, and I'm so glad we did. But I thought, let's just do something kind of light and fun today. So last... Christmas, I think it was, that you gave these to me. Uh, I got a gift from Jen, and it's called My Little Bag of Sweary Affirmations. And maybe you all have seen these in your Facebook ads. I have, and they're adorable. But I took these out, I think, kind of because I was going through this. (laughs) (laughs) Sweary affirmations seem appropriate. Let's Mm. see what they have to say. And I was reading through them, and I was like, you know, some of these definitely feel affirming and some of these don't resonate at all so i'm going to read through these and we're going to talk about whether or not it resonates and maybe what we would change it to okay instead um so here's one meet up with a friend and have a good bitch now i always have a reaction to having a bitch session because it feels so 
negative. <laughs> like you're trying to amp yourself into feeling worse and feeling madder. Mm-hmm. And I like telling stories like we've just told and mm-hmm. laughing about it. And so maybe that's the same thing as a bitch session. I don't really know. Uh, let me tell you a good one. Okay. I was with girlfriends Saturday and one of them vented about yep. something that had happened with her significant other. And we just listened. And then at the end, she said, okay, thank you for letting me vent. And that was it. It was like she just wanted oh. to get off her chest. Right before I came here, I got a text. We got a text from her with a photo of a bouquet of flowers. And she said, someone was blocking my driveway. And I looked out and I was annoyed. Like, why are they blocking the driveway? And then I saw them getting out flowers. I said, well, that's not for me. And lo and behold, it was. Oh. So sometimes you just have to get it off your chest. Okay. And then she was like, boom, done with it. Yeah. And then he came with the flowers, which yes. was a very nice gesture. Yes. So I think it's all in your approach. If you're planning to go there to just bitch, bitch, bitch right. and be negative, yeah, I don't have time for that. But right. if sometimes you just need to get something off your chest and then keep, you know, and then then turn it around and keep it moving, I think that's a good thing. Yes, I agree. I agree. So I would change this to have a good vent. Vent. I like that. Yes. But I think bitch, you know, they're swearing affirmations. It's exactly. So. Meet up with a fucking badass friend there and have you, a good vent. There you go. I like it. I like it a lot. And just side note, um, I was not prepped as to what we were discussing today. This yes. Completely off the cuff. And I, even though I gave you the swearing affirmations, I don't even remember what they are. Yeah. This is I good. didn't really either, which is why when I was looking through them, I was like, oh, okay. Good, good, good. <laughs> okay. So these next two are in a theme. Um... And the first one says, get up, show up, and show the world you're a fucking legend. And I read this and I was like, God, that sounds like so much fucking work. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, that, like, really? Like, I'm an overachiever already. Do I have to be a legend? Like, can I just be <laughs> just a normal mom suburban schmo? Like, do I have to be a statue? I think this applies to the average person who doesn't show up and go above and beyond. This doesn't apply to everyone. It applies to the couch potato who never shows up and goes above and beyond and needs a little motivation. Yeah, I, it, that, and definitely, like, there are days when I do need the motivation, mm-hmm. but there are days where, and I think that was when I first read this, I was like, stop giving me to-dos. Right. Sweary I affirmations. I feel like getting my ass up. I have enough on right. my list. Fair. Uh, being a fucking legend is... <laughs> it's too much. Too much. It's too much. Too much. <laughs> like, that's a lot of people you got to convince. Not today. No. Not today. No. And so similarly, this says, what are you waiting for? Get out there and fucking do it. Now, I will say I do use this on myself quite a lot. Mm -hmm. I'll just kind of go, you know what? There is no reason not to get up and just do something. Then there are other times where I realized because I had a friend over on Saturday and I started listening to her all of the things that I'm actually doing now. And her eyes kept getting wider and wider and wider and wider. And I was like, yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot because I'm, I'm working on, you know, I do the podcast every week and all the editing and that kind of stuff. And then I just got a part-time job, but then I take coaching clients and then I'm doing audible book narration. And then I'm still trying to do like wife and mom and, Mm -hmm. 
And I, I think you think because you don't have a full time job right. that you're not doing that much. I think you're doing more I think so. than if you had a full time job. I think but so. But let's keep in mind, you're not tearing your fingers up. Exactly. So you're clearly in a better place. Yeah, I'm so much less stressed. Right. So you're doing literally probably more hours right. per week. But it's things that you enjoy and appreciate right. and suit you better. And I will work on things uh, like well into the evening, whereas I would get done with work, you know, my full time corporate job and I would have to go take a nap because I was so exhausted. But this uh, everything I'm doing is like energizing and mm -hmm. fun. And I started this part time retail gift shop job because retail is always my fallback, like fun job. And it has been. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say retail? Yes. And fun job yes. in the same sentence? Yes. Okay. Throughout my career, whenever I have a career transition, I go back to retail. And I've done retail full time in various capacities. And it's always my fun job. This is where we differ. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's where I differ from would, a lot of people. Some people would say what I do is similar to retail. No, it's not. Uh, but I've done retail. I don't ever yeah. want to do retail no. again. No. I can see though, for someone who needs outside energy, it right. would be a good thing. And which I'm on I get my that. feet all day, so yeah. my body is activated. Okay. So now after we've done the ADHD episode and I've finally come clean <laughs> about my own self-diagnosis, I'm like, oh, yeah, I just need to move all yep. the time. Yep. Yep. That's what makes me happy. Yep. So I was at my, this little part-time job today. You know, it's like 12 hours a week and um, I have to wear hideous khaki pants, but whatever. <laughs> I stock stuffed animals all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty good to me. Right? And so I'm running back and forth, just like, oh, we need a new llama. Oh, we just saw the <laughs> lemur. Oh, you know, I got to stock the dino Do you minifigures. Do axolotls? We don't, because they don't go to the zoo. They are not in the zoo. I work in a zoo gift oh. shop. So they have to be animals that are actually at the yeah. zoo. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Although we do have, well, I mean, I guess dinosaurs are real, but anyway. <laughs> Anyway, point being, digress. point being, all day since I started, people are like, wow, like you're really all over the stocking. I was like, this is the best. And they had me behind the register for a few hours and I was just like, uh, get me out of here. So, yeah. So I am doing a lot. So get out there and fucking doing it. I'm, I'm doing that and Got I that. need to know like. Let's just rationalize <laughs> all of the things that I'm actually doing because this is a little bonkers and might be ADHD overload. <laughs> you got a lot going on. Okay. Now, here's one that totally resonated with me. And uh, it says, I trust in myself because I am a total badass. And I read that and I was like, yeah, I say that to myself all the time. Like, a yeah. lot. I'm going to say that's probably where I struggle. Is it? Yes. Which maybe not historically, but um, I think this aging, aching, oh. uh, whatever bullshit I have going on, fibromyalgia, lack of energy, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, I, I struggle with that. So you struggle with feeling like a badass. You don't feel like a badass. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even though like you also do... A Way lot. more yes, than, than the an average, average full-time job. Yes, I agree. I agree. But yeah. my, I think it's the lack of energy yeah. 
makes me feel like half the time I'm trudging through mud mm -hmm. to get it all done. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think badass sort of evokes this sense that you're walking around wearing a cape. Yep. Or... And everything is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're just crushing it all right. the time. Yes. And, and I'm... sometimes being a badass is like you did the slog, right? Like you did right. the grind yeah. and you got through it. Like that day that we recorded and you had just been so sick and then you came to work the next day. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> what are you, are you doing here? here? Yeah. And, and you said, I just, I need to just do it. Yep. And, and that's pretty we much don't give ourselves day. credit for that being a badass thing to do. Okay. I'll agree with that. Yeah. But mentally. Oh, yeah. Mentally, like I totally physically, I do it all yeah. in, day in, day out. Yeah. Rarely do I have a day off, take a day off. But mentally, yes, it feels like, well, this is just what I'm supposed to do. Right. Not that I'm doing more than the average person. Right. right. So I should probably find that card and, like, Hanging on my mirror. <laughs> well, I, like I said, this is a good one for me. Yeah. And the, the thing that resonates with me about this one is I trust in myself. And this has resonated so strongly in the last few months because mm -hmm. I lost my job in June. And, and I've gone through this process before where I've, you know, gotten laid off or I've quit or, you know, whatever has happened. I haven't had like a regular full-time job. And in some of those situations, I'm desperately, <laughs> desperately looking. Okay, hold on one second. <laughs> hey, it's Harper. And if you've been listening for a while, you know I've been on a mission to trade out more and more of my evening cocktails for non-alcoholic options. It saves on calories, helps my liver enzymes stay in a healthy range, and ensures I get a good night's sleep and don't wake up with a hangover from one little glass of wine. One of my favorite mocktail making options is free spirits, which makes non-alcoholic expressions of the world's greatest spirits, like gin, bourbon, and tequila. Now, I tried a few different alcohol-free spirits, but honestly, I was not impressed. Most of them tasted medicinal, and I didn't get that great back-of-the-throat burn that really tells me I'm drinking something special. But when I tried Free Spirits, the spirit of gin with a splash of tonic and a slice of lime, I was blown away. My favorite summer cocktail tasted exactly like the real thing. Only I didn't have to worry about having two, or even three, for happy hour with my husband at the end of a long week. I don't miss a thing when I drink Free Spirits, and I've been raving to everyone I know about this brand. So, are you curious? Try Free Spirits with me. Go to drinkfreespirits.com and use discount code HARPERHUDSON, all one word, to get 15% off your purchase. My favorites are the Negroni Bundle and the Speakeasy Bundle. Go to drinkfreespirits.com and get 15% off with discount code HARPERHUDSON today. Then make sure to follow my Instagram at HarperHasNiceNails, where I feature new recipes with my Free Spirits products. If you're ready to reduce your alcohol intake without sacrificing flavor, make sure to try Free Spirits. Hello? Okay, now we got it. Are we on? Yeah, now we're back. Okay. We're back. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, we've never, we've never recorded during a pedicure before. 
And so now there's like extra things, extra steps. So all of a sudden Jen's hands are filled with the clay mud mask that she puts on my feet. <laughs> She's like, I have to wash my hands. I have to get towels. <laughs> I'm like, time out, time out. Time out. All this shit all over my hands. <laughs> she just holds up her like green hands. <laughs> I can't take this mic off. I'm stuck. Help. <laughs> We're learning all the time. What I have found, this is a sidebar, but what I have found is doing this actively while I'm getting my nails done, while you're doing my nails, is such a different experience than any podcast that I listen to. Like, they're just sitting there talking. Like, that's easy. Anybody can do that. Yeah, I don't this think This shit people... is complicated. <laughs> I really don't think people grasp the complexity. I know. And I will say, like, you and I kind of have it down to a science yes. when it's just the two of us. But now we add guests. Yeah. Oh, holy hell. I know. Like, it, it's next level. And you have to understand, like, when there's four people, there's only two microphones. <laughs> and it's like, raise your hand. Hand the mic. And you may recall during the ADHD episode when I when I was supposed to speak and I started busting up laughing because she put the mic in my face. I couldn't see what the fuck I was doing. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. it's a shit show. But it, it turns is. out. But we should almost video record yes so people can i know understand. i like, know there's shit everywhere i don't think anybody really gets it like <laughs> we're not just sitting in front of static mics and the like magic nail oh, stuff is happening absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not and i'm like the multitasking yes. for an adhd i person. know i know i'm i'm kind of impressed with myself I, at times. i will tell you i've listened back to several episodes remembering like all the things you're doing at the same time i generally am just sitting there right. like the my biggest job is i have to stick my hand and remember which hand to stick in for the nail thing you know you're like step one step two step yep. three step three b step four a the autopilot yeah is amazing yes don't get me off track though <laughs> that is true we've thing, done that a couple times and then my autopilot is fucked up and, and we have know no idea which which hand i'm on which yeah. nail we're on which coat but we're on i've even listened back to some like holy shit like how did i really hold that whole i know <laughs> i know and keep doing the job yes yes so we've learned a little a few more things doing this Doing this a few pedicure things, <laughs> pedicure version. Um, okay, so I was talking about trusting myself. So I got uh, laid off. I've had periods of unemployment in the past, and um, I always think back on them like with a lot of gratitude. And thankfully, most of them have happened over a summer, or at least a part of a summer. So I've gotten the chance to enjoy my summer, which I did this time too. Nice. Um, but I know that there's like this process I go through where I do the. Um, decompression from the job that that I no longer have and then there's like grief and anger and then there's sloth and then there's you know just like trying to do fun things um, and and then I sort of like speed back up again you know I get back in the groove and I think that's why I'm doing so many things now because I'm back in the groove and I'm used to being busy I'm used to having my brain going so now I'm constantly looking for something else to do but what I always know is that I can trust my own process because now I have a track record of four or five times in my life I've gone through this. And it's it's not always the same, but it's always familiar. And I recognize there's moments where I'm really stressed and anxious. Maybe that was part of the eclipse energy as well. Who knows? Um, but I can trust that. So this one really resonates. So I will send this home with you. 
Okay, this is our mantra. Positive vibes only. Fuck negativity. Love it. Yeah. Actually, I have a sign outside oh, my suite. It yes. says good vibes only. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. Positive vibes only. I've actually found that the more stressed I am, the more sensitive I am to negative energy. Oh, God, absolutely. And the less tolerance I have for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just walk away. <laughs> I've got, I got no space for your negativity, whoever you are, husband, friends. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, funny you should say that because, a little bit of a side note, but one of the girls here the other day came in, blah, 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 about all this drama she has in her life. And I'm going to say two years ago, I would have been like, really? Right. Tell me more, blah, blah, blah. Right. And she came in, told me, and had to leave because she had a client. And I was literally like, I want to hear no more I know. about that. I know. And I am going to call that huge growth. Totally. And I, I just have no time. Yeah. Not that I'm not going to be there for her emotionally if she sure. needs it. But, yeah, I had no desire to even know the rest of the yeah. story. I was like, mm, yeah, sounds like drama. Don't yeah. want any part of that. Yeah. So positive vibes only. I think that's why we laugh so much, even when we're totally stressed out and annoyed and yes. freaking out. The old adage, laughter is the best medicine. Yes. What does your dad say? If you don't laugh, you'll crack. Yeah. <laughs> he says, if you, you must retain, maintain your sense of humor, otherwise you might crack or cry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Depending upon the day yes. as to which one he'll say. Yeah. You must retain your sense of humor. Yeah. Okay. This is one that I kind of wanted to burn. Like I had a really visceral reaction to this one negatively. Um, and it said, I am my own best friend. Other people are total dicks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure I knew that was in there. Wow. Now, first of all, I don't know if I've told this story in the podcast, but when my husband and I moved into our house three years ago, we were trying to figure out like who has what space and who's doing what. And I'd had this dream that I would have like a yoga room, like a peace room, just my own little space of Zen. And so there was an extra bedroom and I set it all up. I bought three different chairs for this room because I just wanted it to be perfect. I got all of this decor. I kept taking pictures of it because it was so pretty. And then I would just like go in there and sit there and wonder what the fuck I was doing, like just sitting in this room. <laughs> but you took pictures because it was so pretty. It was really pretty, but I never went in there. Here's why. Because then I was sitting there alone. Uh-huh. That's the last thing I want to do. I don't want to go sit in a room by myself. <laughs> that sounds like a horror show. That's my worst day. So I've got this peace room that I never, ever used. I mean, it was a joke that I had this quote-unquote peace room that just started piling up with craft shit. I would love <laughs> to know exactly what your husband was thinking when you were setting this up. Because, you know, they kind of know us better than we I know. know ourselves. He probably know. saw the end result of how this was yeah. going to go and said, Okay, dear, yeah. whatever you would like. <laughs> yeah, I think mostly what he was thinking was, okay, as long as that craft shit is not all over the house. True, true, true. Yeah, let's contain it. <laughs> but I didn't room. even do the craft shit. Oh, like, God. it just was in the closet. <laughs> it was just this empty room. Wow. Ultimately, it was where my nephew slept and he when he was a baby. And he would come to visit my sister and brother-in-law and my nephew stay with us. So basically it's like his standing bedroom. And he, li- <laughs> he lives in a totally other state and he only comes twice a year. But that's like his bedroom. <laughs> wow. And the cat. We have, a, we have a cat that loves to go in there. So it's the cat's room and my nephew's room 
And so now I've changed it and I don't even like worry about it anymore. So other people are total dicks. I don't believe that at all. I'm a big fan of other people. Even when they are total dicks, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. <laughs> but it's good that, that I know you because you have like this really good sense of no, that person's a total dickhead, yep. you know. And well, this is a new revelation for me, and I, I'm literally just figuring this out. I'm damn near 50 years old. I've spent my whole life believing I like everyone. Right. Because I, And I think that's how I was raised. Yes. You like everyone, you get along with everyone. And the reason I say this is how I was raised is because, as an example, I will say something to my dad about someone that's maybe in a negative way but factual information. Yeah. Like, she's not neighborly. She's nosy. Yes. And his response was be, I get along with her just fine. Yeah. And this conversation keeps happening and keeps happening. Mm -hmm. So I'm coming to the realization that my belief in I like everyone came from my upbringing, which yes. is not a bad thing. But I'm just figuring out later in life, no, I don't like everyone. Yes. And I don't have to like everyone. Yes. So that's where I'm like, yeah, people really are dicks. Because there are some people... <laughs> I just don't really like. Yes. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. That was hard for me, though, mm -hmm. because I spent my whole life thinking, I like everyone. Right. No, I don't. Right. And I have to be nice to everybody. And that's part of, like, um, being raised as a young white woman, too, is we can't be controversial and we can't be mean and we can't be, mm. like, saying bad things. We have mm -hmm. to be nice and sweet and pretty and kind and, you know, like, don't have a voice and... So that's and bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Blah, blah, blah. That's what right. I have to say. <laughs> right. But true story, true story. I had a childhood dream. You know, like some people, everybody has a childhood dream. This was my childhood dream. I don't think I've ever told you this. My childhood dream was to meet every single person on the planet. No joke. And I'm not saying like a fly by night one day, I thought it was a good idea. I'm talking about for years. I would tell my family that this was my life goal, was to meet every single person on the planet. And at first, I think they just were like, okay, that's ridiculous, so we don't have to talk about it. It sounds exhausting. And then what? And then that's what my dad said. He's like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Like, there, there's a lot of people on the planet. Like, you get that, right? But it, ex it explains a lot. Doesn't it? Because you know how when you go out, you always want to meet someone, strike always. up a conversation. Always. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. You're working towards your I don't want to goal. be in a room, a peaceful room by myself. I want to be in the mix of strangers and getting to know people. Like, what is wrong with me? I don't know, but that's that's how I'm made. Nothing wrong with you at all. That's very sweet of you to say. Okay. <laughs> now, this one just made me laugh. This one says, when the world says you can't, I say fucking watch me. And the reason this makes me laugh is because I will dance anytime there's music and I sort of can't help it. And I'm not a good dancer. I'm not quite an Elaine dancer, but I'm not that far away from being an Elaine dancer. <laughs> I, I believe I just saw a video. Yes. Recently. Yes. My husband posted because there's, we were at the stadium watching my son's band competition uh -huh. and the music is playing and everybody else is seated. Every, and I mean everybody, everybody. Else. Nobody is standing, and I am that dopey lady in the video who's uh -huh. swaying and <laughs> bebopping. And so when the world says you can't, I think 
I think sometimes it's like, please don't. Right. That's what my family says. Please don't. Please don't. Please yep. don't. Yep. But they love me enough to accept me as I am. And then and to I, post it on social media. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. And then I do say, I say, fucking watch me because I just will. I just will. <laughs> I love that mantra. Yes. I don't care what it's about. I think that's a great attitude. Yes. Yes. Okay. This one confused me. I don't know why. So help me understand this. This one says, get your shit together and go for a walk. And I sort of felt like attacked. <laughs> <laughs> like what, what shit do I need to get together to go for a walk? I think it's two separate things. Okay. I think it's get your shit together. Yeah. So if it takes you going for a walk to oh, figure it out. Okay. Okay. Take the time. I like that interpretation better well, because, yes. And this may have come from the recent um, heated discussion. That my <laughs> and I had. Because keep in mind, we were stuck in a hotel together. Right. There was no getting away or yeah. taking a break. But the next day, before things were completely resolved, I, we were going to work out. The plan was to work out. And he was basically Together. like, yeah. And he was basically like, please just go work out by yourself because I don't want to be around you right now. <laughs> that was my, just go take a walk. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is in the wrong order. It's go for a walk to get your shit together. Possibly. Yep. Or that's how I would reframe it. Yep. Like, have you seen that video meme? What do you, what do we call video memes? I don't know. Um, a reel? Yeah, a reel? A TikTok? But, I think it was a real, I okay. think it's been on both. Anyway, okay. it's of this guy and he's just stomping through the woods. Like he's just pissed as hell. And the caption is going for a fucking walk for my fucking mental health. <laughs> I have not seen that, but I reson that resonates with me big time. I know. Yeah. And that totally resonates with me. Oh, we need another timeout. Yes. I need to know what color you want to do. Okay. So I've got this pretty asphalt color. Which I can't say without giggling. <laughs> Asphalt. Yes. So do we have this in not gel? Because I don't do gel on my toes. Um, yes. But I don't have the cool top coat in not gel. That's okay. Because I am going uh, to Canada and I will not be wearing sandals. So it'll just be for me. Okay. And my husband's. That's true. Okay, so here's asphalt. Yes. And then this one, though. It looks really similar. Well, it's interesting. It's called indigo frock, which the color we put on your nails was definitely asphalt. Yes. We're talking about it. I know. But I feel like the indigo frock looks more like what your nails look I like. I agree. Because the pearl top coat. It does. So you're still not going to get the pearl, but it's going to be a closer color. Can I, can I tell you what I love about the name is, first, I love indigo because it's such a mysterious color okay. and everybody always forgets it in the rainbow. But Roy G. Biv, how can you forget it? I know, but when you, go when you draw a rainbow. You're right. It's left out. Yes. Probably because it's not in the box of crayons. True. True. Um, Look at us solving all the problems. <laughs> but I love the idea of wearing a polish color that's called frock. <laughs> I, I can go so, Okay, so we're doing indigo, indigo frock. Indigo frock. So C and D, indigo frock to go with asphalt with a pearl top coat. Yes, pearlescent top coat. Pearlescent. Which looks badass. It does. I'm kind of sad that we can't do the same on your toes, but it will be fine. It is not sandal season. I so. have gotten so many compliments on this manicure. Like, well, that's good. People notice it all and, over. And I'm glad it still looks good since it has to make it like another two weeks I know. before we I know. convene. But you're the master of this. Mm -hmm. And so I think it will. 
We're about to find out. I know. Stay tuned. Yeah. The only thing that could get in the way is because I'm going to be hiking and my hands will be getting like cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. Like they do when they're in my gloves and then I get hot and then I take them out of my gloves and Uh they get cold. But I think they'll be fine. Okay. Because you're the master. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. So I am a badass. Oh, you're totally a badass. (laughs) But I already knew that. You're the one that needed a little convincing. I'm working on it. Yes. Okay. Here's another one that I completely loved and it resonated because I do this all the time. Breathe in the good shit and breathe out the bullshit. Yes. <sighs> there's there's a Peloton instructor I, that says that too. Really? Yes. Breathe in the good shit and breathe out, out the, the bullshit. bullshit. I have loved, um, I think Brene Brown calls it technical breathing, but it's also called box breathing. And so it's not like breathe in, count to four, breathe out, count to four. It's breathe in four hold it for four breathe out for four hold it for four that is truly life-changing totally i've done it even at counts of like seven which yes the holding for seven Same. is tricky but when they say like meditation meditation changes your brain chemistry yes i think that sort of breathing is instrumental absolutely it's crazy absolutely and even if you only do it two or three times, it's mm-hmm. still well. And it's funny because makes a huge difference. I can think of times when I've done it, and it like let's say I'm listening to a meditation, I'll be like, okay, you can stop that. You just automatically yes. keep doing it once you get in the right. phase until you stop or fall asleep. Usually for me, it's fall asleep. <laughs> I can't it's tell not you bad. how many times I've turned on a meditation, and the last thing I remember is close your eyes. Pretty sure that was the first thing they said. <laughs> I don't remember shit after that. Great meditation. Great. Okay, um, this one is a take on Eleanor Roosevelt. And again, I sort of had to decide, and I still don't know how I feel about it. I kind of love it, and I kind of don't. So you tell me. It says, do one thing every day that makes you feel fucking fabulous. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, so what would you do on a daily basis that makes you feel fucking fabulous? Uh, honestly, for me, it's working out. Like, oh. total mind. And I always yeah. do it first thing. And I've even, like, I've been doing, I've been going pretty hardcore Monday through Friday and then giving myself a break on the weekends, which I don't like giving myself a break, but I do because my body's like, bitch, you are almost 50. <laughs> um, anywho. Uh-huh. So I would say it's working out. And then even on the days I don't work out, literally sitting, drinking my coffee and reading a book. Yeah. Is life-changing for me if I actually take the time to sit still and do that. Right. Maybe that's where my internal tension with this one comes from. It seems like do one thing every day that makes you feel fucking fabulous Mm -hmm. should feel like ecstatic and euphoric. And there are some things that feel really lovely Mm. to do, like giving myself the time to sit down and read a book, which I've started doing again, thanks to you. Uh, Yay. And it's different than I normally do. Some days it's like getting in the kitchen and being creative, but I don't necessarily feel euphoric about it or quote unquote fabulous, Mm. but it's very gratifying. 
Yeah. And I think you're reading it and looking for like the magnitude of fabulous. Yes. Whereas for me, I get out of bed, I look like I'm 90, everything <laughs> aches. Yeah. And as soon as I get done working out, it's like, okay, I feel human. And oh. I'll chalk that up as feeling fabulous. Okay. Or like I said, sitting, cup of coffee, reading a book. No, I'm not going to jump up and down like right. I'm on top of the world. But it is just that moment of like, ah. Yeah. You know what I think this refers back to, though, is our standard guest question, which neither of us mm-hmm. have ever answered, which is spa and salon treatments, are they a necessity or, excuse me, necessary maintenance or pampering? They're both. Yeah. Depends upon what it's for. And I've recently cut back on a bunch of the stuff I was doing in an effort to not spend so damn much money. Right. Um and it's interesting because I'm kind of liking that too, like not having so many commitments to time. Yes. Um, but they can be pampering, something like a massage. But a lot of the other is just necessary maintenance. It's just taking care of yourself so you can feel good about yourself. Yeah. That, I hope, is what people might take away from listening to this podcast. I've started really feeling like this is an important under- underlying message for us is getting your nails done, getting your hair done, getting a massage, getting, you know, a facial, whatever it is for you that gives you a, a place to feel calm and taken care of and nurtured and beautiful. Like that's, that's not vanity. Mm-hmm. And I keep using that word, I feel like, because in my head, it's always been considered vanity. Yep. My, my mom grew up on a farm and my dad grew up you know, very low income in the yeah, urban they, area. They didn't do those extras. No. And to yeah. do so was like, oh, look at you. Yeah, like, absolutely. why are you wasting your money? Yeah. Or that looks so, I don't know, sleazy. I don't know. Now that you say that, I would venture to guess when I got into this industry, my parents probably thought I was crazy because that's how they were raised. Sure. You just didn't do those things. My dad was raised on a farm. And my mom was not on a farm, but they had five kids, you know, yeah. so money wasn't flowing. Right. Nor would you <laughs> want to have a regular manicure if you're going to go be doing farm work. Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure there are amazing ma- manicured people who are doing farm work <laughs> because the manicures are so much better these days. Right. Um, or they're just choosing to do that. But, I mean, think about it. How many things besides having great nails have come as a result of me coming to see you every two to three weeks. Like friendship, first of all, and a place to to vent and move through it and process things, a place to like cry and compare notes. And also all of this whole beautiful hand situation. I, I seriously, I didn't know that I could ever see a future for myself where my hands didn't look terrible. And they do look amazing. They do. Your skin is like. And it doesn't hurt. Like my hands don't hurt. My hands have hurt most of my life. Wow. And that's clearly your sign that you're in the right place. Right. I I think I've mentioned this before because it's not the first time this has happened. But I had a client the other day throw $20 at me. She'd paid uh, with a card, but she threw $20 at me. She goes, that's the copay for therapy. Oh. <laughs> and I'm, uh, you know, I had to get up, give her a huge hug. Yeah. And it's not the first time it's happened. So I apologize if you've heard it before, but it happened again. Yes. And it's true. Like literally people yeah. feel that way. What's yeah. the word? Therapatized. Therapatized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I see videos of people who say like, I just am going to go sit in my car. And that would be, 
make me depressed. Oh, gosh. But yeah. I get it. I think it's sort of like just coming and having a place where you're not responsible for anybody else. You're not responsible for doing anything for anybody else or having a to-do. Mm-hmm. It's just sit, receive, reflect, release, and leave, and you feel and look beautiful. Yeah. Well, and I think hugely, if people don't have an actual therapist, they can come in here and talk about their husband, their daughter, their grandchild, right. whatever, because right. I don't know these people, and I have no even if I told someone, it wouldn't mean anything because I right. don't know them either. So it's a way to get real shit off your chest yeah. and vent, you know, not bitch. Very but candidly. Yes, vent, get it off their chest, and then, you know, go back and face the day. Right. Just have a moment with it. Yep. Move on. And it's, I mean, there are times I get just as much therapy because I can discuss some of my own things, too, depending upon who I'm talking to. Right. Like with Bets and Kendra, I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, my God, yes. ADHD and relationships. Mm -hmm. The axolotl in love episode. (laughs) Um, Okay, so there's two more. Uh, This one says, I am more than worthy. I am a fucking warrior woman. And this was, again, like, I think these two things are mutually exclusive. I think you can be totally worthy and not be a warrior. I don't think we have to be warriors. Mm. I think we often are by default, and we don't even consider ourselves, like you were saying, like, I don't feel like a badass. And yet, like, you do a lot of things that people go, that's, you're a total badass. Agreed. Um, So... I don't think we have to be fucking warriors and toughing it out and suffering for glory in order to be worthy. I don't think we have to earn being worthy. Mm. I think it's I am worthy as I am. And if at the same time I happen to be a fucking warrior, fabulous. Those two things are happening at the same time, but they're not happening as a result of each other each other i like that i think that's the you know women spent so much time trying to be equal yep and now we're all fucking tired yes (laughs) and we got to find a balance like we have to be paid on an equal scale yeah we have i mean because women tend to do more than men they're doing the corporate job and the parenting and the cooking Mm -hmm. and the cleaning like i could go on and on and on Mm -hmm. so um we want to have equal pay and equal respect, but at the same time, we need to be taken care of too. Yeah. And not have to be yeah. warriors all the damn time. It's exhausting. Right. I work with coaching clients, and inevitably, when I work with women and they're talking about what they want to do, and they always say, at some point during the process, I'm not sure if I'm qualified. I'm not sure if I'm qualified. Every woman that I've ever worked with, has said some really? version of that. And, Only, and you don't hear that from the men, I bet. Rarely. Mm. Rarely. And they probably, some of them, not all, but some of them probably aren't qualified, but they think they are. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. So we we undergrade ourselves as a rule. Yep. And even the other day, Hudson said something to me that sort of took me off guard. Um, and he was saying something about, I'm, I was talking about like, what I want to be doing and, you know, where I'm taking my career for the fifth or sixth career transition that I'm in. Uh, and it, which doesn't scare me. Like I'm very excited about that. Um, and I was talking about it and he goes, this is awesome. Cause you're an overachiever. So you're just going to crush it and you're going to be like at the top of the pack. 
And in that moment, like hearing that from him, it felt actually really affirming for him to say you're an overachiever. Like it felt, I felt really seen because okay. I, I am, and I don't give myself enough credit for that because I spend so much time, like, you know, these last couple of episodes that I've been editing, I've just been such a perfectionist about it. And I'm okay with that. Like I, as long as I have the time, I'm okay with that. It's very gratifying, but it's not necessarily healthy. <laughs> You know, like, I, I don't need to be an overachiever, but I am an overachiever. I'm impressed with the amount of time you put in. I can't stop. It's that hyper-focus. It's that ADHD hyper-focus. Okay, well, it's working in my favor, so yay ADHD. Yeah, all of us. You, listener, you, dear confessionista listener, it is working in your favor as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a very well-edited Yes, episode. yes. And I get to learn in the process, which makes me happy. And I love that it's like gratifying for yeah. you that you're learning so many new things. And we keep, I shouldn't say we, you keep changing it up as far as like but you roll with equipment. It. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, what do you want me to do today? You want me to clip this on? Okay, I can see what I'm doing. I like this clip. I don't have a mic in my face. Right. It's not clipped to my chin. It's right. not on the table where I'm flipping files and making right. noise. And we're not both trying to like keep our head a specific distance Angle. from the shared microphone. Right, right, right. Where, you know, like then you're softer and then I'm softer and it's impossible to balance. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I love this. And I think part of... Oh, oh. <laughs> the car just, just dropped in the... Oh, the oh, affirmation. Oh, 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 oh. Just one little corner got wet. Okay. Good thing we had already drained the tub. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I dropped the card in the little tub, but it was drained. Um, so here's the final one, which this is the one <laughs> that felt the truest and realest and also like made me the happiest to read. So this was the most affirming affirmation in the pack, probably having a lot to do with where I am currently in my life. Uh, it says, my future is a golden, sparkly explosion of fucking awesomeness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because it feels like it. Yep. So here's to the next explosion of. Oh, okay. That sounds weird. An explosion <laughs> of golden, sparkly, fucking awesomeness. Sounds a little bit like a golden shower. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's, I'm not into. No, nope, that's not what we're asking for. Bless Let's your be heart clear. if you are. Yep. That is not. <laughs> not my jam. You know what's interesting is I'm not in transition right now, but I know transition is coming. Oh, and I've known how do you it. know? Uh, I mean, I know, I know. Yeah, we but, know. Yeah, but interestingly, when I had a reading overseas just today, not even knowing we were talking about this, I was like, I think I recorded that, and I need to go back and listen. Yeah, because I think she even called out something about transition, and I need to figure out what that is. I asked the pendulum if this is coming soon. Pendulum says yes. I don't know. But interesting that you're already well into transition. Yeah. I know I have transition coming. So could you repeat the last one one more time? My future is a golden, sparkly explosion of fucking awesomeness. And on that note, I'm going to say, nailed it. <laughs> So how did we do? What would you add that we got wrong or missed? We can't wait to hear from you. 
Email us at salonconfessionspodcast at gmail.com or DM us on the socials at salonconfessionspodcast. And while you're at it, please like or subscribe to this podcast so you can get all of the newest episodes first and leave us a review. Your engagement makes this podcast possible. Salon Confessions podcast is recorded live in Jen Lawrence's nail studio while she does my manicure and produced and edited by me, Harper Hudson. You can find us on Instagram at Harper Has Nice Nails and Jen Takes Confessions. Additional production support for this episode was provided by Rue Spence at Sanivia Studios. If you need help with your podcast, you need to connect with Rue. She's been amazing to work with, and we are so grateful for her. Uh, 